Barkley's in here, the beast from the East, the podcasting beast from the East. I forgot that part there with the Professor John Gotti, the King of RNG, the Troll Master, the Data Analyzing Ninja, the Conqueror of His Own Fate, the Terminator. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Professor Omega, the Cleaner. What's going on, man? What's up, brother? Not much. We got football. Um, most of our predictions were right. I think you might have had the nod more than I did. Um, but we could jump right into those games. We had New England. Oh, no, we already talked about that, shutting yeah. out their Falcons. I, get, I think I just wanted to rub it into those Falcons fans once more time, but that's okay. We had Philadelphia beating up on the Saints. Tough routing for the NFC South. I hope that trend doesn't continue tonight, but we'll get there. As the Philadelphia Eagles destroyed, ah, I won't say destroyed, maybe that one clip of Jalen Hurts shaking a New Orleans Saints defender just had me feeling like they got destroyed. Um, but the Philadelphia Eagles beat the New Orleans Saints 40 to 29. No, it was pretty much a. They got handled pretty steadily. Like they scored 22 points in the fourth quarter, but outside of that, they only scored seven points in the whole game. Like, yeah. It's kind of like that what happened is... with, with Buffalo last week, where, you know, the score doesn't really reflect how the game actually went. So, well, we'll. we'll... We'll just go straight to the Buffalo game and skip the other two here. We'll get back to those because the score reflects exactly how the game went. <laughs> Polly should have been even more as Indianapolis beats the Buffalo Bills 41 to 15. Absolute drizzling, as John Gotti would usually say for the Buffalo Bills. Turnovers, turnovers. And the MVP candidate that I mentioned last week, Mr. Taylor. Yeah. Doc absolutely. Said it first, folks. He said it first. Uh, you put me on the spot too that day. You put me on the mm-hmm. spot. It's a good thing and I did too because yeah. obviously that got them reads. Yeah, yeah, but it, it it was just really looking bad. And I know we talked about Buffalo, you know, saying how they, you know, aren't posers just yet, but they're getting very, very dangerous. No, it was a very, very. very it's a tough Colts team. We both said like we we both added that little caveat to this game. Like Colts is is way better than what the record shows. Definitely a trap. Um, they're actually, the Colts are actually doing a, for the first time, an in-season hard knocks on HBO, which I found to be pretty interesting. So maybe that's something that's, you know, kind of pushing them into um, a little bit more competitiveness. Uh, but going back here, we had Miami beating the Jets. Um, Jalen Hurt. Oh, God, Jalen Hurts. Oh, yes. God. Oklahoma, Alabama, Oklahoma quarterbacks uh we had Tua finally kind of getting in rhythm um you know it was a pretty close game I think I switched from Indianapolis and Buffalo to this game um because it was one of the closer games that was you know still I think at the time was 14 14 uh but Tua 27 for 33 273 two touchdowns one pick uh they finally got Miles Gaskin going yep um but shout out to Joe Flacco um, 24 for 39. I don't know when the last time Joe Flacco actually started a game, but uh, it was a few yards. seasons ago. But he took a he took a shot during the game though. Like ah uh, yes, I was like I heard about the shot. I mean, he probably should be taking two more of those. <laughs> he probably needs yeah. to talk to his offensive line after the game. Like, okay, oh, guys. I believe it. But 24 for 39, 291, two You allowed good. you allowed Zach to get injured for the season, and you hurt Mike White. Yes. After me, there's no one else. <laughs> there is nobody else. Um, I mean, there's Josh Johnson still, but we, apparently we don't want Josh Johnson because we started 
Joe Flacco. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but they also lose Michael Carter to an injury, um, mm-hmm. so that that was pretty tough for them. Um, but yes, the Dolphins are slowly but steadily showing that you know they're capable of competing. They just have to continue to beat the tougher opponents. I think the Baltimore game gave them a little bit of an edge. Yeah, I um, that game too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll be able to uh, they'll be able to step it up. But next we had the Washington football team. And the new sponsor of the NFC South, Heineken, uh, beating up on the Carolina Panthers. Cam's first start back um, looked similar you know, to the old. It's really weird because the way that they kept covering this game, it made it yes. seem like the Panthers won. And you said oh, that yeah. last week. I did. Like the way that they were covering Cam, like you would think that he was actually the starter. <laughs> yeah, but this time he did start, um, and it, and they were winning. <laughs> just, I mean, hey, uh, hey, yeah. is what is it you keep always telling me? The football, football is a game of two halves. <laughs> Don't spike the ball too early. But, Don't spike um, the ball. Yeah, Taylor Heineke, 16 for 22, 206, three touchdowns. Uh, Antonio Gibson, 19 carries, 95 yards. I mean, Cam did good. I mean, if you had Cam as a start on your fantasy, he scored three total touchdowns. Um, it's just typical, you know, 200 yard performance on in the air yeah um i think riverboat was just like yo I'm, i hate to do this to you. i hate to spoil your return kid but we got a playoff to try to get, get back into no he, he didn't say that he's like i must break you <laughs> i must break you uh but speaking of breaks uh there was no breaking of the losing streak for the Detroit Lions very close um yeah. 13 to 10 this was this was another game they could have won and yeah. i believe we both had the browns um i did say we that did. Nick Chubb was coming back which you know kind of made an impact uh but it was still I, 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 th- I think i chose the lions I think I did choose the Lions. You did choose that's right. Yeah, yeah I did yeah, choose the Browns. I was like as soon as I saw yeah. Nick Chubb was coming back, I'm like, yeah, they're gonna win this game. But this was and another was very sure winnable Baker. game for the Lions, though. Yeah, I wasn't even sure if Baker was playing, but it looks like he did. 15 for 29, yeah. 176. He's not looking good. He, he's no, well, he's not looking good. Um, which of course impact their passing game. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Detroit only has running. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all they yeah. got. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got a tight end and a running back. That's it. Um, yeah, T.J. Hawkinson is going to be a, a big-time target for them. Um, that's why I was surprised when they, they let uh, Mr. Perriman go, uh, even mm-hmm. though he's not, like, a great receiver. He's a solid number two, three at best um, option. Did he just on. come back to the Bucks? He did. That's why I was saying I was surprised that they let him go um, because he's a solid option. Um, I don't even know why he left Tampa, but he had to go get the money from the he, Jets. He wanted the money. Uh, yeah, he wanted the money. Yeah. That's why. But I mean, shout out to the Browns, I guess, winning, not not being a laughing stock and losing to the Lions. Uh, shout Still, out to the Lions for the best, the best on you know the best uh, <laughs> the best team in in uh, NFL history that hasn't have a win so far. Yeah, and it stinks because I saw a um, a. Thing on social media, it's very unfortunate, but Coach Caldwell, James Caldwell, the former Detroit Lion coach, which was from 2014 to 2017, took the Lions to a nine and seven record. Mm-hmm. That was the best record that they've had 
probably over the last decade. And he was fired <laughs> at nine and seven. And they have not won. I don't think they've won over five games in the last like since he's been gone. Yes. Uh, which is pretty sad. I mean, they had you know the Matt Patricia thing didn't work out. Um, it wasn't gonna work out. It was just yeah. bad from the start. But I mean, that wasn't disappointing. I mean, a game that was disappointing. Mm. If you're was, the Duke. Just several. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um nobody like the one that. win. He's the t- that is a game that I would have thought. <laughs> they would have yeah. won by two scores. <laughs> Easy. But uh, tickle me funny, Doc. That it was the Texans that won by two scores. Same as last week, um, you know. And and who who does it? Who does it, Johnny? Who who? Mister Tyrod Taylor. He finally he finally got that bounce back game. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a great game, but I mean, they managed to win it. Um, but really, it was on the arm of Ryan Tannehill throwing four picks. Yep. Um, but yikes, yeah, dude. I know the Duke was like, turn it off. No, he turn didn't watch. He he looked at <laughs> he he looked at the opening kickoff. He's like, man, screw this game. I'm out. Yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. And hopefully, that's not me tonight. It's um, gonna be you tonight. Uh, okay, it's gonna be we'll, you tonight. We'll get that. So San Francisco beat up on the Jacksonville Jaguars, expectingly. Um, the next good game we had Minnesota versus this was, Green this was the best game of well the best game of the afternoon because the sat yes. the Sunday night game was incredible even though I had oh, to yeah. watch that piece of garbage called Survivor Series how dare yeah. you wow well uh, Minnesota gets the win at the end on a field goal um, Aaron Rodgers reaggravated his toe. Um, Yikes! I mean, but even with the reaggravating of the toe, getting injured, he still played uh, really great. There was a, it was a great. Yeah. I want to call a timeout. I got it. Straight up throwing a bomb mm. to Devonte Adams. I mean, this was a very wacky but fun game, and this was the game that I watched in the afternoon. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I uh, I moved on to watch something else uh, outside of football, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like they they ran okay. AJ Dillon got you know obviously the nod with the injuries to um, their other running back. Eleven carries, fifty three yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is all about the quarterbacks. I think Kirk Cousins said, "Hey, I, I told you I need to move up that list." Yeah. Uh, let's see what ha- what happens with Kirk, right? See what happens yeah. with him. I mean, he had a great game. Uh, Justin Jefferson had an incredible game. Hmm. Like it was almost like every single every single time they hiked the ball and it was a passing play, he was open. <laughs> ten, ten targets, eight receptions, one sixty nine. Even Adam Deal, had him feeling ten, yep. ten targets. Yeah, he has kept. tough catches. Yeah, eighty two yards, um, one touchdown, two touchdowns for Justin Jefferson. Um, but again, field goal at the end to win it, um, and that's that's great for yep. the Vikings. That's also great for the Bucks. Uh, I mean, it's great well for the Vikings fan base as well, too. I mean, how many times True. have they been, you know, heartbroken due to a missed field goal at the end of the game? True. Very true. Uh, next, we had the Baltimore-Chicago matchup in which we had the late scratch of Lamar Jackson, which is kind of yeah. fun. Is, is, it, is it me? And I'll be controversial here. Is it me or did the Ravens play better? <sighs> 
Because I feel I like think, they play better. So that's what I'll say. I feel like the Ravens, it, it might seem like they play better only because they went, they might not have went to the option well as much. I'm sure they ran it. But I they don't ran think it they a few ran, times, yes. Yeah, they didn't, they, they didn't rely heavily on it. They actually, and that's the thing about it, it's like, I don't think Lamar is throwing 36 passes. No. You know what I'm saying? So I think they have to do a better job of getting um Well, because I, I say that because, like, I finally had, you know, a Mark Andrews sighting. Right. You know, who, <laughs> yeah, who, was, who, who used to be my playoff fantasy MVP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like he was, I can't find him. I can't find mm-hmm. him, Doc. I mean, shout out, to, shout out to Andy Dalton stepping in for Justin Fields, mm-hmm. um, who also is hurt. Um, I mean, I don't know. The Bears just—I don't know. They have a lot of—they have a lot of thinking to do. Uh, they have a lot of. They—they are a few pieces away from getting to that next level. I will say that. Yeah, it's crazy when I think about it. Really, really crazy. Um, but sixteen, thirteen Ravens. Uh, next, we got the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, whatever hype from Grudengate, that 2-0 oh, no record, over. that is yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, it's over. That is over. Oh, yeah, Yikes. it's over. Um, you know, everything we talked about with, with uh, Derek Carr, even though he threw some great passes, um, he didn't really get a lot of help from his run game, but he had to abandon nope. it, of course, early. Uh, shout out to Darren Waller, though, you know, seven catches. I think that was, this was his first game back, too, actually. Yeah, so they definitely needed that. Um, but outside of that, drizzling. <laughs> um, Bengals, Joe Burrow. Yeah, 20 for 29, 148. It's not a great game, but Joe Mixon was killing them. And I think I just talked about Joe Mixon. You did. During our running back index. And I said it was just going to be a matter of time before. He takes that leap, you know? And it just will happen in our premiere episode of talking about the running back index. Joe Mixon has an incredible game. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but next up, we have the NFC West, NFC Westing. As the Arizona Cardinals beat the Seattle Seahawks 23-13. We said this was going to be a row. Yep. Um, and I believe we both had the Cardinals in this game anyway. We did. We we, we had no confidence in the Seahawks in this game. Yeah, Colt freaking McCoy said, "Let me show you something. <laughs> Let me show you something." Thirty-five of forty-four, three hundred twenty yards, two touchdowns. James Conner, twenty-one, sixty-two and one. James Conner has come a long way from his time in in, in Pittsburgh. He has. Um, Russell Wilson I, again. Just felt like they should have just kept them. Just let Gino finish the season. Just let it. I said that. I said it when he got hurt. I literally said, just run with Gino, see what you could do with it. Mm -hmm. Nope. He has to come back and put him right back in. Yeah. 14 for 26. And that defense should be ashamed of themselves. (laughs) Shame. Really? Um, Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, EFL legend. 
again, EFL legend. Uh, but but talking about disappointments. Oh, oh my goodness. The, the first time. Salt. The, the first salt. <laughs> Doc Leesner and Professor John Gotti both choose the them boys. Yep. They wet the bed. They didn't even they were the cowboys of old. It's funny because my brother said that Jerry Jones had just said this is the best Cowboys team since the 90s. Cowboys team. Oh, the Jerry Jinx. Oh, no. The Jerry Jinx. It's it's going right back to where we were last year when I said that, you know, what the heck is going on with Ezekiel Elliott. Even though he's, you know, top five running back, he'll probably drop out of that index. I'm looking forward to seeing how he falls. Um, but Tony Pollard's just running better than him. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, this is exactly what I said like, last year. Period. I mean, the offensive line didn't play that well, so they gave up five sacks. Dak threw two oh, really, really destroyed. bad kicks. Uh, then he had two two fumbles. He lost one of those fumbles. He Zeke got and was, on that one was pick, absolutely he got CD Lamb hurt. Yeah, CD Lamb got hurt too. Which... <laughs> yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one throw that entered the first. I think it was a might have been the first interception. I think in the end zone. Here's uh, here's here's the yeah. worst part of it all, folks. The score nineteen nine, and Patrick Mahomes only threw for two sixty without throwing a freaking TD. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that this Cowboys defense played. And the way that offense played, if Patrick Mahomes decided, yeah, oh, we're about to blow the top on this whole, this would have been mm-hmm. a complete blowout. It would have been. It would have been. Um, pretty sad, though. Um, pretty dang sad. Roll damn tired. Uh, but lastly, we had the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I'm really glad I caught the end of this one. I should have watched the whole game, but I really, really enjoy watching the endings. Now, this is now. If somebody said this is the Big Ben of old, then I would have been like, "Yes, now we're talking." Not that crap that they were talking about before. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so I I also had the 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 pleasure of being on the Twitter sphere oh. during this whole thing because I have to mention this. <laughs> There's a YouTuber named Urinating Tree. <laughs> Who absolutely lost his mind <laughs> when the Steelers scored? <laughs> it got crazy. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, but we had a good opportunity to see Justin Herbert take a step forward. Uh, Thirty for forty-one, three hundred eighty-two yards, three touchdowns, and one pick. Um, but yep, Steelers just couldn't finalize the comeback. Uh, they were able to bring it back, but Chargers went 41 to 37. Uh, but enough about that. I guess I have to discuss this Monday night football game. I know a lot of people are going to say that. You know, these are two different teams meeting at two different times of the year, but we got Tampa Bay and the Giants in Raymond James this time, because I think last time they were in East Rutherford. We got Tampa, 
We got New York Giants. Um, Giants coming in 29th in offense, six on defense, 26 on in passing, 26 in rushing versus Tampa, 16th in offense, number two in defense, fifth in passing, and 29th in rushing. Um, I will say that I expect the Bucks to win, um, but the way we play the NFC East this year, it's so tough. Uh, it's always a tale of two halves, obviously, against the Eagles. Well, against the Cowboys, obviously, we played pretty well. Um, it was a tough-fought game. That's probably our best game of the season, and even that one wasn't good due to the turnovers. Obviously, we played the Eagles uh, very tough, but the second half didn't look great. Obviously, we just lost to the Washington football team. So, I had to wait and see what happens. Um, but I think the Bucks should be able to handle the Giants mightily. This time they will have Saquon Barkley in the back. Um, but I don't I don't think it's gonna be as close as it was last time. I think this time they go ahead, they, <sighs> they just go ahead and put an end to this, you know. Uh, they put an end to this mediocre play playing down to the competition. Obviously, the Giants' defense is going to be tough, but their offense is no good, and we just have to get after them. That's it. I'm going with the Bucks. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be um, not as close as the previous game going down to the wire, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. But the one thing I wanted to talk about really quickly here is the only people's elbow that happened yesterday, and that was LeBron James elbowing Isaiah Stewart, um, which caused a ruckus <laughs> in the crowd. Um, it, oh, my goodness. It was so crazy. Um, obviously, LeBron was frustrated. He was being boxed out, and maybe Isaiah Stewart was going a little too far. Maybe not. I mean, it, it looked like a simple box out to me, um, but... <sighs> it just elevated and escalated to something that was well beyond the scope of normal free throw line etiquette. <laughs> so LeBron throws the elbow, catches Isaiah in the, in the brow, apropos and irony. Um, he starts bleeding and he's like, yo, you just elbow me, bro. You just elbow me. Then he just loses it. And then like the whole security team has to hold him back, uh, which I'm sure everybody's seen the video, but, I just thought that was a wild moment. And the only reason I say that's the only people's elbow that mattered is because the Rock was supposed to show up at Survivor Series yesterday, but he did not. Uh, but lastly here, we did have a few extensions. Cortland Sutton, uh, the wide receiver from the Broncos, did receive an extension, which is awesome. Um, Avante Maddox from the Eagles agrees to a three-year, $22.5 million extension. Dallas Goddard got a four-year, $57 million extension um, with some high guarantees. Uh, the Giants have to make a decision on Saquon Barkley. Um, that's a, another person that's coming up. We'll see how he plays tonight. Uh, the Broncos sign Tim Patrick to a three-year extension worth $34.5 million. And the Browns give guard Wyatt Teller uh, four years, $56.8 million. I think that was the last one we had uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but with that, 
We're going to come back tomorrow, talk about this Monday night game. We'll also talk about the college football rankings as we had Oregon go down. But I know you heard this on your favorite podcast platform. But if you didn't, you can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends to review this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow again as we go over this Monday night football game and the college football playoff the highlights and see how this is going to look after Oregon's loss. Well, you'll come back here tomorrow for the news, the analysis, and the reads.